What is going on, everybody? My name is Ryan Gothier, and you are listening to the Dynamic Growth Alliance podcast, where every day we get a grassroots look at the mindset, the tools, the resources, and the knowledge it takes to bridge the gap from where you are now to the person you ultimately want to become. What is going on, everybody? Back with another episode here. And just first off, I want to say to all the mothers out there, happy Mother's Day. I know how difficult being a mother can be. I mean, being a mother from firsthand experience, you know, my wife and experiencing, you know, her interacting and, you know, giving birth and just all that stuff, the ups and downs, the emotional, you know, stuff. It's it's no joke. It's a very serious, serious position to hold. And, you know, it comes with, you know, some pretty serious responsibilities and, you know, just, it's just insane. Like there's, there's only a few things that you can say. I mean, you just have to experience it and appreciate and be grateful and thankful. So um, to all the, to all the mothers out there listening to this, you know, happy Mother's Day. Um, and then I just, for the rest of you guys, I just want to say, I hope you guys are having a stellar weekend. Um, hope you guys are out there learning and growing and taking initiative, you know, creating, influencing, taking action and just getting after it. Because, you know, guess what? That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get after it. And I hope you guys are trying to get after it as well. So, yeah, so let's jump right into it, guys. So today I want to just share some thoughts and some things that I had on taking ownership of your space, your environment, your domain. You know, it's really a lesson on, you know, just maturity and becoming a man or one. And, you know, it's really crucial. I think it's one of the, the most essential, you know, aspects of, you know, what it really means to ultimately be mature. It's to take full responsibility and ownership of yourself, your actions, your emotions and not others and of your space and your domain everywhere that you go. Right. Because you have a bubble. Right. There's there's a piece of you. And I, I like to consider it, it's like a piece of property. Right. So you have a you know, certain area that you own. And everywhere you go, I don't care if it's the grocery store, if it's your job, you know, the office, you like whatever it is, you know, as as man or as a woman, as an adult, um, you need to take ownership of that. So when you walk in, if there's some crazy stuff going on and there's some immoral, unethical, just, you know, stuff that's going on, I believe that it is your responsibility and your duty to take charge of it, to shut it down, to bring some some order and some you know morality and stuff to to the place. So that'll give you a little bit of insight to what we're going to talk about in that regard. The other things I want to speak on is you know very crucial skill, and it's probably going to take some time to develop. So I'm still working on it, still battling, fighting. It's just being present. So practicing presence in my own life, or you know, just being aware, like a general level of awareness. And then lastly, I want to talk about some standards, some standards for your life and for others. All right. So first thing I'm talking about, first thing I mentioned, taking ownership of your space, right? So, you know, ownership really is just being responsible. Like the person who is assuming responsibility is the person who owns it, right? The person who is thinking forward is the person who owns it. Right. So if you have a business, if, you know, you're a leader inside of a team, like whoever is, 
you know, doing the forward thinking and doing the planning and, you know, keeping track of everything and, and being the one to take initiative on action items and, you know, completing, you know, uh, to do's and action, you know, items and things like that. That is the person who ultimately owns whatever it is, right? Who is the leader. That's, that's who that person is. Um, and it's also, you know, the person who is the one who is going to learn the most, right? The one who takes ownership and ultimately has, you know, control. I guess I don't necessarily want to say control because, you know, that can be taken out of context and it's not always, you know, what you know, what you want to strive for, I guess, and in the sense of just like control, but it is, I mean, it is, right? It's the person who ultimately has control of what is going on is the person who has ownership of it. And a great example I like to give is inside of my job, I have a bunch of equipment that I'm responsible for, that I am responsible to deploy and redeploy in support of, you know, other units and stuff, right, inside of the military. And one of the things I like to talk about to uh, my soldiers, right, the guys that I'm in charge of, the guys that I lead is, you know, this very concept, right, taking ownership, and it's of that equipment, right? So, you know, a lot of times the mindset can be, you know, especially for young soldiers and things like that, where they don't technically own, like they're not necessarily like signed for the equipment or like financially responsible. They, you know, it can, it can be easy to take up the mindset like, hey, it's not mine, like whatever. So if something's broken or gets scratched or like how they put it away or pack it up or keep tat, like it could just be like whatever. And, you know, the thing is, is that it doesn't it doesn't just stop there. It doesn't just stop in the military. It doesn't just stop in, you know, your work environment. It, it goes that mindset follows you everywhere that you go. And it's something that I realized you know, a few years ago when I, you know, really started this growth personal change, I was like, you know, why do I feel like I'm getting the short end of the stick in so many situations in my life? Like go to the bank and I feel like I got, you know, the wool pulled over my eyes. Like I feel like people are pulling my leg and they're pulling over on me. And it was because I had questions and I had, you know, like I, I, I had things that I didn't understand and there were things that I wanted to do and I wanted clarification and I wanted resources and I, I wanted more, but I didn't know how to get it because I wasn't taking ownership of my domain. I wasn't saying, look, I'm a man. This is my account. Like, this is my life that you're playing with. So, you know, really, and it, it sounds crazy, but like, you better give me the information that I want or I'm going to leave it. Right. And unfortunately, we kind of pigeonhole ourselves in certain areas because we'll give ourselves not enough time or, you know, we'll, we won't go in with any research whatsoever into these things, right? Any circumstances or situations that we find ourselves in. Um, but, you know, so that's just a note, right? So if you want to take more ownership, it's, you know, the person, again, who's forward thinking and the most prepared is the person who is in, you know, position to take the most ownership and to take ownership, period. Um, however, you know, just as an adult, you need to be, you know, willing to, you know, um, collide with people. You need to be willing to, you know, enter into like small forms of conflict and not to be willing to take what people say and be like, all right, yeah. And then, you know, if you have questions, be willing to stand up and be like, hey, like, this is what I want. This is what I need. This is what I feel. Like, these are my questions. And it's like, dude, you didn't explain that properly. Like, I still don't get it. Right. Because ultimately, and keep going with the bank example, if it's your account, right, it's your money and the dude's not explaining it in a way that makes sense to you, like, that's his obligation. Like, the burden of, teaching and understanding falls on that guy because you're not the banker like you don't work there like it's his job to know and it's his job to be able to communicate in a way that makes sense to the client right and that's that's in 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 all areas right and one of the things you know again the reason i talk about this 
you know, and I want to talk about this now is because as a young man, I failed at this hardcore because I didn't have enough confidence or self-esteem and I didn't believe that it was okay for me to ask questions and to be upset when things, you know, weren't going my way or whatever. And then when I go home and again, I felt like people were pulling one over on me. Like I was getting punked. And I don't like feeling punked. I don't think any of you guys like feeling punked either. So there's a lot of times where you're talking to older adults or whatever, and they give you some lip or attitude and they look down on you like, man, you're some, you know, young, whatever. And, you know, look, you got to be the one to be like, you know, I don't care what you think. Like, you need to give me this answer. Like, this is, you know, the burden is on you. You want to give me what I need to provide what I need to help me out and make sure that I'm satisfied. Like, it's called the customer service, right? So that's that's something big, right? And that really kind of falls in that taking ownership, right? The other piece of taking ownership is just taking the initiative, right? As I mentioned earlier. And that's, you know, really just doing the work on taking care of whatever it is, right? So the person, again, the person who forward thinks and the person who takes care of whatever it is, is the person who has ownership. So just a couple of concepts right to think of and just realize, so here's some encouragement for you guys. You are allowed to ask until you understand. Don't feel like you're a pest. Don't feel like you're bugging, like it's your life, you know, or it's your money or it's your children. Like if you're talking to a teacher at school and she's trying to, you know, talk to you in a way and you'll feel like you're getting answers, like get answers, stay there, talk to her, like be an adult, you know, collide with her and be like, or him, or him, right? Be like, Dude, I don't know what you're talking about right now, but you need to get on my level because, you know, this is my son and it's his, you know, it's um, it's his education and it's important. So taking ownership in that regard. Right. And then, you know, you're allowed to be upset again. Like I said, you're allowed to hold others accountable. Oh, my Lanta. Right. Holy fish sticks. You like there, there comes a point in time in relationships and in other areas of life where. I don't care if they're an authority figure or, or not or whatever, like, you know, contracts and obligations and relationships go both ways. So if someone's not giving you, you know, again, like what you need or what you want or even what they said they would or whatever, like it's your job to hold them accountable to those things. Just like, just like they would to you. I'm going to say that again, just as that person would hold you accountable you also have an obligation to them and to yourself and to everything in your domain to hold them accountable as well, to hold them to task and not to feel bad for it. I'm talking about your wife. I'm talking about your kids. I'm talking about your coworkers. I'm talking about the leaders that lead you. I'm talking about, you know, the banker. I'm talking about, you know, the mailman. I'm talking about, you know, all those people. You have an obligation to hold them to task, right? If they say they're going to do something, if they say they're going to deliver on something or whatever, they need to be prepared to buck up and provide. Because if they don't, then again, you can be like, dude, I don't, I don't want to deal with you anymore. I want somebody else. Like, move my student. Like, you know, whatever. Move my son. Different class. Like, whatever it is, right? Because you're ultimately going to be the one that is making those decisions, and you got to be the one to deal with that stuff if it all falls apart. It's not another person. Typically, they just kind of pass on. Like, well, it fell apart. Like that person didn't, you know, because they're going to blame. They're going to blame you. They're going to be like, yeah, they didn't ask questions. Like, if they didn't understand, why did they ask? Right. So it's all kind of this big circle. So it's really important that, you know, you you bring that stuff together. So. Here's an important piece. It's kind of referring to my notes here. Um, Another important piece in this regard is. If you're going to do this, though, if you're going to practice more ownership and just more maturity and like standing your ground and and colliding with people, you know, you, you. you probably it's highly recommended that you do some of the work beforehand right and by that i mean you need to learn how to deal with yourself 
and keep yourself in check and be aware of your emotions and the situation and you know what I mean and do some research and you know study whatever it is and just be sure that you're right you know and again I can relate you know to the military in this regard as well is you know we wear a uniform you know we have patches and things like that that we do and you know like patches that we have and wear right in our uniform and if you're in a correction one say like hey you're out of uniform like that patch doesn't you know it's not the right place or whatever stuff's crooked like the general saying is you want to check yourself first. So you want to make sure that you're not jacked up before you start correcting other people. And that's, you know, I think it's more of a, a lead by example type of thing, but it's, it's also fair, right? Because who's going to want to listen to the dude who's all jacked up, right? So if you're like, hey, I don't like the way you're doing this, you know, I don't think it's right. And you're doing the same stuff or, you know, you're doing something similar or, you know, you're not, never around and all of a sudden you want to come around making demands, like we can all, you know, we all know how that goes. Like it doesn't work out very well. So make sure that you're dealing with yourself first. And, you know, I'm talking about in the know-how. So like you should know how to do it if you're going to be telling someone how to do it. Um, you know, you should be aware of your feelings so you don't go in half-cocked all the time. And, you know, you're not blowing up on people and just like drive by dumping all your emotions and stuff on people. Like make sure you're handling that stuff appropriately before, you know, you just start unloading. And it's relevancy, right? That's a huge huge emotional intelligence point and just dealing with yourself and being mature that, you know, you need to be relevant. You know, when I first, when I first started to get, you know, get more in touch with my emotions and being more aware and growing in my emotional intelligence, one of the things I would go to is, you know, I would start to just unload all of my emotions, like in one, just gigantic burst of emotion, just like a, a ball of fire. And then I would just be like, well, I'm just being honest. I'm just expressing myself, right? But the reality is, is, is that's not okay. You know, if you have those strong emotion stuff, you need a place to, to take it. You need, you, know, you need to journal about it. You need to, you know, get all what, what I call, you know, you need to get all four sides of your own story. You need to get all four sides of your own story. Like ask yourself questions like, what do I want ultimately in this situation? Like, what do I want for this person? What do I want for me? Like, you just need clarity around it. So you don't just go in half cocked and just, emotions right like just you know what i mean like roll down your window driving by and just start you know unleashing yourself on others it's not not a good way to deal with that stuff um you know and then situational awareness too so you know realizing how others are feeling what others may be going through like what the situation is you know like if if somebody you know just got in a car accident and you know they're late because of that and you're just like dude you're late like don't care you know i'm about to tear you a new one you know it's not that's not super appropriate you know especially if you want to be a leader you want to influence people and you you want to make a change in that person's life and you want them to trust you you know um, you know, a good principle in this regard is situational awareness, especially with others, is to seek to understand before you want to be understood. Seek to understand first, right, before you want to be understood. So to ask questions. So there it is. That's a little bit on the ownership stuff, right? So just, you know, take ownership of your space. Everything in your domain is yours. You know, I, I like to believe that everything in, in my space is you know, now mine and not in the fact like if I, you know, get in somebody's car, I'm like, Hey, this is mine, but it's, you know, I do take on a certain amount of responsibility. So if there's, you know, something messed up in that person's, you know, vehicle, I guess if there's like, if I dirty up the car or whatever on my shoes or there's trash in there, you know, even if it's not mine, like I will pick it up. Yeah. I will take care of it to a certain degree. Right. And it's because 
you know, if I want to keep things nice and, you know, I want to add value to people around me and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I want to make sure that, you know, things are going smoothly, then, you know, you get to take ownership for that stuff. You got to take initiative. With that. So that's, that's kind of where I fall in that whole taking ownership space. And, you know, really just being an adult and being mature and realize it's your life. Like nobody's going to, you know, cater to you. And that's why in the education system, it's so harmful. And it's, again, it's just an opinion of mine, but it's so harmful to reward kids for laziness and reward kids for participation when they really didn't do a good job. And that's where like, it's crazy because like how political things can be sometimes, right? In society, it's like, man, oh, this person's so great. They did such a great job. But in reality, they stunk up the place, right? And it's like, we're not, like, we can't keep treating people like they're so fragile and, you know, their little egos are, are going to be hurt if we tell the truth, you know, that we just lie and, you know, just totally fake the funk. Like, that's not helping that person because that person is going to go in, go further into their life thinking that everything's okay and gravy and they're doing a good job and they got skills when in reality, they do not. Right. And so I'm saying, don't do that to yourself either. You know, don't do that to yourself either. Like be willing to collide and be honest and take ownership and do what you need to do. So there's that. And now with, with this, right, here's another um, a big point here is the being present thing. Right. So if you're in a million different places in your head and, you know, you're you're doing one thing, but you're other in other places, it's very hard to take ownership. So you need to practice a little bit of presence. You need to you know plan your life out in a way where when you're playing with the kids, like you're just playing, you're just playing with the kids. And that will help you on a lot of different fronts and it will help you know your kids in a lot of different ways it'll help your your spouse in a lot of different ways you know or if you're at your work and you know it's, it's good while you're at work to incorporate a bunch of other personal things because then you're leaving yourself more space and more room to just be there to just be there and to focus on that so that you know you can you know get things done and and not you know, mix things up and mess things up, like just be present. And it saves the joy. Like, yeah, I'll tell you, one of the things that I've had a hard time doing in my life is being present. It's like this very thing, this being present. And it's still, it's still, it's still a battle. It's the ongoing battle I talked about in the very beginning of this when I, when I mentioned it, right? It's ongoing. And it's because I want to get through things and I want to perform so badly that when I get into certain tasks and stuff, I just want it to be done. Like I just want to get to the end result quickly and efficiently and move on and, you know, get through that to-do list. Like I'm just trying to burn through my to-do list as fast as possible. And it doesn't create as much joy and fulfillment and stuff as, as I would like. So if that's you and you feel like, you know, you're experiencing great things and you're doing things, but you're not experiencing the fill and the joy, I would look at where your mind's at while you're doing those things or while you're there. You, know, you you may want to, you know, practice a little bit of presence. You may want to say, hey, I'm just here. This is what I'm doing. Like nothing else matters right now because this time block is for this. And when this is done, it's done. Then I can move on. But, the, you know, thinking about doing it while you're there, it just it makes everything else enjoyable. Like you're anxious, you get worried, like just it's not it's not a fun place to be. And it causes a lot of problems, especially in relationships and things like that. So practice a little bit of presence, like be be where you're at and only be where you're at. Be like, do what you're doing and only do what you're doing. Like start trying to multitask. You know, there's, there's actually a very good book I read called The One Thing. And it talks about how like really, um, I guess the idea is that multitasking is a myth. It's fake. 
Like it's not a real thing. Like you can't really multitask, right? Because your brain can only do like one thing at a time. So if you're doing multiple things, quote unquote, at the same time, you're, you're really just bouncing one thing to the next. So like you're doing a little bit of one thing and you kind of cut off and you do the next thing. Like you're not really doing two things at the same time. Right. So it's, it's like kind of impossible. And when you think about it and you boil it down, it's kind of true. Like it's kind of true. So, you know, think about that as well. Like when you're being present, like you, you're not really effective doing two things, even bouncing back and forth from one thing to the other, like is really what multitasking is again. But when you do that, you're not even, you're not as effective as you could be. And I just heard, actually heard another great example. And it, I think it was from somebody at a conference and, um, or they're sharing a takeaway from a conference. They're talking about if you have like five soccer balls or whatever, and you kick all five of them, like, yeah, it feels great. And you've done, you know, five things a little bit, whatever. But instead, if you take one soccer ball and you kick it 10 times, like you're, that ball is going to be much further than it would have been if you just try to keep kicking all five, right? In a row, just like five in a row, five in a row, five in a row. If you just take that one and kick it 10 times, like you're going to move that ball super far forward. And you're going to accomplish quite a bit. So if you take that into your life and you say, look, I got these five balls, like, yep, or five soccer balls. And, uh, you know, I want to do this, this, and this, and this, and this category domain in my life. And, the, you know, the domains that I like, if you guys want to use it as well, I mean, you got physical, you got your inner being, you got your family, um, and then you got your business, you know, or if you, you know, you got your, your fitness, you got finance, personal, like whatever categories, but I like those first four. And uh, you take one of those, you're like, hey, this is my soccer ball for that. That's what I want to do with it. Boom, you kick it, you kick it, you kick it, you kick it, you move it forward. You know, you get that sucker dialed in and you move on to the next one. And you get that one dialed in and you move on to the next one. And it's, it's super essential to operate your life that way. It's just a lot more efficient. And it, t- it takes a little bit of planning, it takes a little bit of effort, but in the end, it's worth it. All right, so that pretty much sums it up, guys. I hope that was very beneficial for you guys. I hope to see you guys in the Facebook group, the Dynamic Growth Alliance. I think the majority of you know, the posts and the effort and the work is going to be done there. You know, I've created units inside of that Facebook group so that you know, in those four pillars that I mentioned, physical, inner being, family, and business, so that you know, when you post, when we engage, when we help each other out in these areas, give tips and advice and resources, whatever, that we do it in a meaningful way and then we want to go back and get further information and go deeper into those topics. We can go through that unit specifically and we don't have to search through all the other stuff that we may not want at that time to get the help that we need. So if you guys are feeling like you know, you're looking to grow and you're hungry to you know, change your life in a positive way and impact others, um, you know, join the Dynamic Growth Alliance uh, Facebook group at Dynamic Growth Alliance slash groups. And uh, we can, you know, start to connect and, you know, figure out, you know, where you want to grow at and, and help you out there. I mean, the goal is to build a community and association of, of folks that are all trying to do the same thing. So um, spread the word too. let your friends know if you have friends who are hungry and motivated and they want to do things in their life as well, like bring someone along. You know, it'd be totally great to have as many people as possible. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's it, guys. Hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Oh, as a matter of fact, I actually uh, just looked at my notes here and there's a, there's one more thing I wanted to add and it, it kind of ties into everything, but it may be a little bit of a separate point here, but it's, um, it's standards. It's standards, right? So you want to, you want to make sure that you're holding yourself and others to a high standard, right? I mean, without, without a standard, like anything is, is possible and everything's just kind of whatever. So you want to make sure that, 
you know, there is some kind of standard, right? There's some kind of, there's some kind of, you know, guideline, there's some kind of system for being the way that we're being and doing what we're doing. Like, otherwise it's, it's just willy nilly and it's, it's crazy, you know? And like the last episode, you know, episode 12 that I posted uh, just yesterday, it talked a lot about making, you know, winning and being great and putting effort cool again. And the thing is, is this is, this is really uh, kind of an add on to that. It's, you know, if you want the environment around you to change for the better, then you have to create standards. You have to, you know, be willing to hold people accountable and call them to a higher place. And like I said, collide with them and bring them up and encourage them and do things, you know, differently in the way, you know, other people are doing things. Like, don't, you know, stop just going with flow. Stop following the herd, you know, because you don't know where that herd is going. Maybe that herd is, you know, going to fall off a cliff and you're just going to end up dying along with them. Right. As humans, it's easy to fall into that trap where we're like, man, we're just going to flow with everybody. But if that's not you, like, don't let it be you, you know, be yourself, be unique, like have that standard, hold other people to, you know, higher place. So there it is, guys. That's it. Um, I'll probably take the rest of that to a Facebook live or something like that. So but um, yeah, it was great to be on with you guys. Great to drop another episode. I uh, cannot wait to see some of you guys in the group. So excited for this group to grow. And there's going to be a lot of good things happening in that group. Um, especially in the physical category. So um, those are the, you know, I mean, all the categories, but in the physical one, I know just to let you know, give you some of the inside scoop. Uh, one of the things that's going to be going on inside of the physical portion of the Facebook group, inside the physical unit inside of the Facebook group is physical challenges. So a weekly fit challenge um, that it's going to be, you know, exercises or whatever, just to uh, get you active, get you moving and get you doing things that maybe you wouldn't have done otherwise, and then we'll hold each other accountable. Maybe we'll do some accountability stuff, some, you know, <laughs> stuff, and some prizes, some little medals, or, you know, just some cool stuff, right? There's, there's all kinds of stuff that we can do to uh, make it worthwhile and, and have fun with it. And, uh, yeah, so I think it'll be, be a good time. So, and then if, if, you're, if you're already doing a pretty intense workout or whatever, then, yeah, I don't necessarily recommend doing the challenges, but you can, you can do them for a little extra, you know, if you want, or on your off days, just to keep you keep sharp. But anyway, you can get more of that by going to the Dynamic Growth Alliance Facebook, or, yeah, Facebook group. So, I uh, hope to see you guys there. Again, have a great weekend. Uh, it's been super great, you know, doing this podcast and everything, and I look forward to connecting with you guys. So, have a good one.